Well, hello everyone. Welcome back once again to the VOV Network where great things are always happening. My name is Brian Murray and I'm here with my co-founder, Mina. Mina, say hello to everyone today. Hello, hello, hello. Happy to be here. Happy to be here, yep. Uh, so we're recording another Unscripted today. Uh, so look for that coming out towards you very, very soon. Our topic for today is one that Mina wanted. had nothing to do with me. I'm in enough trouble over here as a man lately. Um, but her question is, and what she's posing to everyone out there is, can men and women be friends? I added without benefits. So if you see that, that that's where that came from. So I'll own up to that right now. So Mina, how about you share a little bit about uh, where this idea came from and, and what we want to talk about today? I just have, I have male friends that are just friends, uh, no benefits. I do have those type of friends and I've been able to maintain them. Um, and that, that, you know, has been easy for me, but, um, I wonder about others, other people, and I, I like to hear a male perspective. So this is why, um, we're talking about that today. I want to hear what you have to say about it, Brian. But I really think um, that the uh, the whole being able to keep a platonic relationship, one that is no benefits, is really um, weighs heavy on the woman. Oh, why do you I feel that way? Man. Why, why I, do you think it weighs heavier on the woman than the man? I think on the benefits part of it. So I think a lot of times the woman is the one who... Um, decides whether there's going to be a benefit and uh, uh, yeah a, so a and that's interesting you say that because um not that i when i did a bunch of research on this but then <laughs> in thinking about it from the standpoint of what you're saying um do you feel that it's the woman's responsibility or kind of the woman's role to dictate that it remain platonic or um, because you, you think the man is like, well, if she says yes, and I'm in. So the woman kind of has the, draws that line, builds that wall. I just feel like men can be very physical and women um, emotional. And so if you don't get in her head and get in there, get her emotionally, um, that benefit is not going to remain around long. Um, but as far as uh, men, I think that they can't, because they can be physical, that it's easy for them to just, oh yeah, okay, you're offering it, I can take it. Not all men, some men are very um, discerning and that is, that's a great man, a great man to have, right? Um, but I think that- I, I, I would think so, yeah. Yes, <laughs> great men have, that's your husband, that's your man, you, you know, you're not worried. You know that um, they're not, no woman's gonna be able to sashay up to him and be like, hey, here you go. And he run off with them, right? But um, I think that uh, women play a big part in the whole being platonic and staying platonic. I, I, I think men men have a, have a choice in it. They're not just beasts that, can't control themselves, but I think a lot of ways on a woman. I mean, if we're being honest. So there's a, another thing that people talk about and they talk about being put in the friend zone, right? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> and which 
which basically usually starts off with someone there is some type of interest from a dating or relationship mm-hmm. standpoint, and then the woman's not feeling it, or maybe sometimes the man's yeah, not really yeah. feeling that person to go either way. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. they do like the person or respect the person as a friend, but not as a yeah. uh, partner per se, yeah. right? So they kind of move them in a, in a, from one category to the other where they're moving them over to what's called the friend zone. So is that what you're talking about or are you really talking about something deeper and larger than that? Because we, I think what you're talking about is more like um, it, either side could do the friend zone thing because, you know, you may have someone that doesn't even want to have anything more than a friend zone. Mm-hmm. So, but friend zone for them might include benefits might include so friend zone with benefits yeah that might include benefits so they might introduce the person oh this is my friend so-and-so this is my friend so-and-so but they haven't benefits with friend Mm -hmm. so-and-so and and friend so-and-so you know um but they're just friends with benefits with benefits with benefits all right so but still just friends there's with no benefits. Okay, I'm going to keep coming back to that. With, <laughs> benefits, no, with benefits and no commitment. Okay, fair enough. So benefits and no commitment. So that means that they are free to see other people, yeah. none of those kinds of yeah. restrictions and parameters. No restrictions. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's Although I think there could be one party that's not feeling that, right, but may not speak up on either side. Or may speak up when they find out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a true friend zone with benefits wouldn't speak up. Would or wouldn't speak up? Would not if you had that understanding. You gotta talk about it. You gotta communicate. What gotta is communicate. this? What do you want? What's your what's your idea here? You gotta communicate that up front. Right. So, and whose responsibility is it? Both, both people? Both parties, yeah. Okay. Both parties. I agree with that. So then moving, talking a little bit deeper and digging a little deeper into it. So uh, obviously, as we say, you got the friend zone thing. You have the friend zone with benefits. And then you have, I guess, friends with benefits. I, I, you know, I don't know. regular old friends that don't do benefits. Just friends. Just they friends. Can happen. It can happen. I know a lot of people think you can't, but you can do that. I, I I think that is a possibility as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you said, it requires a lot of communication yeah. and uh, definitely being upfront with the, with mm-hmm. in both directions between both individuals, mm-hmm. because as you spend more and more time together, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, I won't say always, but sometimes it's just a natural gravity that kind of pulls you together because you're a man, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you're a man, he, she's a woman. There's mm-hmm. this natural thing that happens. So having to set those parameters and those boundaries, I think is very right. important that all, that all comes through the communication piece, right? Yeah. And if, but if you're a person that's um, uh, a lot of times is black and white, you uh, might have people that just aren't your type and mm-hmm. are never gonna be your type and you can be friends with them, just friends. Got it. And we will always be just friends. They're cool, but they might want something more and maybe talk, not talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if you offered it up, they, of course, they do it. But Well, I don't know about, of course, because as you said, some people are more discerning than others. So I can't <laughs> say that's going to be an automatic. 
so then yeah. my, my, my follow on question then is you obviously have this person, you, you spend a good amount of time with him because you are friends yeah. and, and it's a purely platonic relationship. Yeah. How do you go about explaining I'm not, I'm not going to say justifying because you don't have to justify, right. but just explaining that to other family members and other friends. You're spending a whole lot of time with wow. so-and-so, you know, what's, what's, what's the deal? What's, what's that all about? Right. We're just friends. We're just friends. There's nothing going on. We're just friends. Just friends. Oh, you mean like, um, like significant others. It could be a significant other. It could be just family member. I mean, you know, you know if, if if your mom is like my mom, man, she's yeah. what, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, want to get in yes. your business, right? Yes, yes. Well, I think after um, pandemic, you could easily like spend time together with family, friends, or people that are around that that ask questions, so they can see that you know it's not even like that, you know. It's very easy to do that. You could, but right now we're in pandemic. You really shouldn't be in big groups. But after pandemic, you could have time around. People, bring people around and let them see. Hey, this is a. It's not even how they communicate. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I I tend to live my life the way I want to live my life, and I don't give a crap what anybody thinks. You know, but if if. Um, a boyfriend or somebody like that was worried about the person I spend a lot of time with or something like that. Like say me and you, because we're business, right? We're always right. We spend a right. lot of time. Right. I would just continue to explain that, you know, there's nothing going on, that we're just friends. But, um, you know, insecurity is insecurity, you know. I, I, all I can do is just tell the truth. If you don't believe me, you don't believe me. I mean, and that's true. And that was kind of the follow on thing I wanted to get on to was that side of that coin. If you are married or have a relationship with a significant other Mm -hmm. and, you know, how do you navigate that water when you have someone that is of the opposite sex who, because there are sometimes, like that's that's my best friend, but it's a guy and a girl versus, you know, two homies yeah. hanging out right right so obviously you want to spend some quality time with that person as well as probably spend some time where it's just the two of you right because you know in a previous session we were just talking about enhancing friendships and part We're of it is kind of being there and you know being being the confidant for that person and right. those kinds of things mm-hmm. so though that should be no different in this scenario yeah. but then See? how does your significant other deal with that and then how do you keep them and i, I guess calm and, and yeah. you know, in check because mm-hmm. there could obviously be some jealousy or something going right. on with that. I think part of that too is how you handle your your own your relationship with that person with your significant other, because you know how you take care of that relationship will help them understand that you're not going to be doing anything with anyone else. Give them that security so that they know that this is what you want. This is what you're all about take care of that relationship. Don't just, don't ignore it and be all about everything else that's going on in the world that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Make sure you put your time in and your energy into that relationship. So they know, Oh no, I'm it. I'm everything, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So then obviously that's something you need to do is just reassure them so that they're confident and, and what's going on with the relationship. So not just in word, but in deed, 
and what your your actions. Your actions. Not just saying with reassuring words because actions speak louder than words. So you're gonna you got to be mindful and and um, show them. You know, yeah. I see, and that and that is important, right? Because that's how you reinforce right what what's being said is by your actual actions, right? Um, do you think that it's also mandatory that the significant other meet this friend? Mm, I don't think it would hurt. Yeah, why not? Why not have them meet them so then they can be secure? Meet them because you know something. I always, I always believe. Maybe I'm wrong. If something was going on with your significant other and someone else. I just feel like you would when you have them all, when you're all in the same room, you can you know that when something I know I I've seen that before where you kind of know when something's not right. You may not know exactly, but you know the way they communicate with each other. It's just not right, you know. Just like, friends you can see. But I mean, like you said, if this is somebody that's truly a close friend. Yeah. They're going to have a, a pretty good flow between each other, right? Especially Just if they've known flow. each other for a long time. Just friends flow. So you're saying there's that you a can, difference. That there's, there's a, a sense that you have yeah. that you can tell the difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Based on, give me an example of what you would think you would well, see or feel. There's a respect in a way that you communicate with someone like you might communicate one way when you're like at work, like we might have one way we communicate and talk at work and mm -hmm. laugh and joke and stuff. But if somebody's significant other is there, there are things we probably never, wouldn't say or wouldn't do, you know, okay. because it might be disrespectful, you know, um, maybe uh, the way that they, um, I don't know if, if they were too close to them or, or I don't know, feeling too comfortable talking to about some subjects that really is for you and your spouse or too intimate with mm -hmm. the conversation or too intimate with how close they are with them physically. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you know, that's not, it's not okay in general, whether the spouse was there or not, right? So that wouldn't be good either. So, innocent flirtation which is kind of a natural thing that happens sometimes oh. all right so, so let me give you an, uh, let me give you an example so we had a discussion uh, uh, last week talking about yeah. um enhancing friendships yeah. and saying that you know hey if you got a girlfriend or you know you, you hang out and yeah. maybe you you meet her to go out and she's wearing this dress yeah. and you think it just looks the bomb on her right right and you're like, damn girl, that dress, you looking hot as hell in it, right? Because you're giving her a compliment. That's your girlfriend. Yeah. So let's reverse the situation. Let's say it's best friends, but one's a man and one's a woman. And right. he says the same thing to her. Is that? Well, when oh, he, when you say girlfriend, like me and one of my girlfriends. Correct. And say it was you and one of your girlfriends that you just platonic girlfriend. Correct. No. No. If if I made that comment to her, like, no, damn, no. girl, you wearing the hell out of that dress. Not is that appropriate or inappropriate? Not around your spouse and if you're heterosexual. <laughs> you'd be on the couch. <laughs> that night you're going to be on the couch. What? 
So, so so make sure I'm tracking with you on that. No, if it's in front of my spouse or significant other, definitely don't say that. No. However, if I'm not in front of them, then go for it. Is that? Well, it's still not right, but you know, shit like that happens anyway. <laughs> but but I, th- I thought we kind of established in our previous discussion that those yeah. are the types of things that you should. I mean, if a friend is doing something or looks good or doing something right, that yeah. you encourage and support it. So should that rule change because now it's a man and a woman? You could say, that's a nice dress. (laughs) You ain't got to say, damn, you wearing that dress. No. You can say, that's a nice dress. And leave it at that. And leave it at that. All right. So appropriate ways. Don't act like you don't know how to get somebody a compliment without being. I'm just trying to establish my point, which was to come back to say that (laughs) there is in some ways a double standard. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Uh Is it? So. Yeah. Uh So I'm going to pose that to our audience. So give us some comments and feedback. What do you think? Is there a double standard based on that type of friendship where if it's a guy and a guy and your best buds or a a girl (laughs) and a girl and your best buds, but now all of a sudden there's this cross of a man and a woman who are best friends, is there a double standard to the rules and regulations and the things you should abide by in those relationships? So I'll be curious to hear some of your feedback and your comments. Yes, there is. Yes. Why? It just is. (laughs) (laughs) So is that one of Mina's black and white? No oh, gray it, it's areas. not just mine. I didn't create that. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that on average, on average, that that's the general rule that there is a, a double standard, and that most women, not all, because it's never going to be yeah, all, would agree all. with you. Yeah, right. I would say a whole lot would, but I would say there are some women out there that are, you know, confident, very confident, and be like, "Go ahead, you you can you can do that." Mm-hmm. So, but I, I would, I, no, 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 keep it to yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Get your blanket and your pillow <laughs> Be on that couch. <laughs> so pay them a compliment. You're going to the couch. Got it. Yeah. All right. So you can pay a compliment. You actually can pay a compliment. That's a but nice just, dress. just yeah. pay the compliment in a respectful, respectful manner. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go over the top. There's no reason to go over the top. Not with your world standard. Come on. Well, I I I can't disagree with you there. I mean, you you should be respectful about it, but there's obviously, as I said, uh, (laughs) a double standard that seems to be at at play in that scenario, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is what it is. You know, I can't I can't say that you know (laughs) it's right or wrong, and. Again, there are going to be some people out there who will hear this and say, I absolutely agree with her 100%. And <laughs> a, a, a small fraction that might be on my side that kind of go, oh, oh, I don't okay. know. I mean, you know, <laughs> I should be able to express if that's yeah. how I feel, that's how I feel, and understand that we're just friends, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we wanted to talk about is to kind of bring it up and, hey, you know, how do you really feel about right. uh, if you're in that situation, what, what that's going to be like? So. Mm-hmm. What other points would you like to make? Well, I really think that people shouldn't be afraid of male-female friendships, but I really want to 
send it home about the the taking care of what you have of the relationship that you have take care of it put the work into it before you put so much into i want to go hang out with this friend or that friend mm-hmm. even if it's same sex put that work in and then you'll have a lot easier time getting out the house <laughs> <laughs> whoa wait a lot easier you know so is it a prison now oh my goodness you know so, how it is how so so it's that old school pass. term was that can i get a kitchen pass, kitchen pass so, I, your pass so i can get out of the house mm-hmm. wow get Man. into your pass that way if you take care of fellas it. you hear that right we, we still gotta ask for kitchen passes and have to get out of the house <laughs> <man. Wow. laughs> Hey, not, nothing wrong with that. But again, I think it goes back to what you were talking about a little while ago about if you put in the work, you have reassured the person about where you are in the relationship, the strength of the relationship. Right. And a lot of what we've been talking about here shouldn't even matter. Right. Who's who's your friend, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman. Right. But the flip side of that, though, human nature, mm-hmm. uh, jealous, being jealous or being envious sometimes, um, is a natural thing that happens, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think if there's one area where sometimes um, relationships, and well, I'll, let me back up and say friendships come from that maybe the spouse or the significant other really has a struggle to understand if, is if it's a college friend because they had mm-hmm. such a bond and they had those years together, which yeah. were very formative years. And they might not have never dated or anything like that, but they still came out of that experience as very yeah. close friends, right? The And if the spouse or significant other happens to be someone who was not ever part of that circle, yeah, right? So then understand. now, yeah, they, they, they don't, they, a lot of the inside jokes and, and mm-hmm. you know, remember when and, and those yeah. kinds of things, they find it hard to, understand and that's where sometimes they get a little jealous or envious of that type of relationship yeah. because they can't understand how they relate so well to each other but it's based mm-hmm. on the, the, the history that they have right yeah it's the same with um military because you have that bond and you spent that time together serving or even if you were just deployed together True. you meet people when you're deployed that you have friends that you'll have for life that you meet on deployment. So right. if you get together, you're, you're going to be talking about it and that spouse might be around. And I mean, you're never going to forget those people. Like I have women and men that I will never forget from my deployment. Right. So, right. Um, and I remember being on a road trip with one of my siblings once and um, his spouse was in the car with us and we had so many conversations. She just went on to sleep. We were talking for hours because I hadn't seen him in a long time. It had been many years. We just hadn't seen each other. So we went on this road trip and I, we were just talking about everything military related, right? And she just went home to sleep. But yeah, it was, it's when you get together with those type of friends, college or, or military, it's just that connection, you know? Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. And so, and that's why I brought that up because that, that can really be a challenge for certain Mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why I think it's important that when you, you have to realize that if you are now in a relationship with someone who wasn't part of that circle and might not understand, that is 
on you to really reassure and make sure that they're okay and, and mm-hmm. uh, it can feel as comfortable as they possibly can. Because, you know, obviously you want that personal relationship that you yeah. have to last. And right. the friendship is there. It's even it's been there for that long, it's most likely going to continue. Mm-hmm. So you, now you have to figure a way to get these two things to kind of coexist. Right. right? And I think that's your responsibility because you're kind of mm-hmm. the, you're the, you're the glue in between both relationships, right? right? So you have to put in the work on both sides of the fence. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing we have to go back to is communication. You know, talking about whether men and women can be friends, our topic that we started with, and uh, the communication from the outset. Outset. So I was reading an article really quick, and it's so funny because I always say outset, outset, O-U-T-S-E-T, but it's really outset. I didn't know that. O U T S E A D, outside. So anyway, um, about that, from the very beginning, you need to be communicating about what your desire is for that relationship. At least in the beginning, maybe to change down the road, but in the beginning, so there's no misunderstandings or anything like that. So mm-hmm. this friendship. Maybe you want some benefits, maybe you don't. And maybe that will even change down the road. Maybe you'll decide you want some benefits when you said you didn't in the beginning. Maybe you get down the road and you're like, "Um, I still don't want benefits. (laughs) Or maybe you decide we had benefits, but you ain't acting right. I just want to be friends, (laughs) you know? Mm. So, you know, anything could happen. But you need to still be clear from the beginning what you want at that point. At that point. Yeah. Yeah, And and as we said, communication is obviously one of the big pieces of it. Uh, And what you mentioned kind of back at the beginning too, about men sometimes are being more physical where women tend to have sometimes more emotional ties to certain things. So we kind of react from two different places. So that definitely comes into play. um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about, that friendship and, and how mm-hmm. it's managed and, and all those kinds of things. Now, another thing I want to go back to, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last session too, about friendship in general. And one mm-hmm. of the things we brought up is that person's always going to be there for you. Meaning mm-hmm. if it's 2 or 3 a.m. and that phone call comes, ah. they'll come to support you. Oh, okay. Is that, is that right? Is that also Sorry. a double standard that we're talking about in this scenario as well? What you mean, be there for you? What you talking about? If you um, need somebody so, like that, we, we were saying that you know, hey, maybe I drank a little too much, and, oh, out and I call I call my best friend, and he comes, he saves me, right? Yeah, that's so, great. Well, right, but what if in this scenario, that's a man and a woman friendship? Oh, okay, that's a friend come and help you. Are you okay. saying what they should? So I'm, I'm so uh, what I'm asking though is if you are the spouse. Oh, because they're lying there in the bed, and the phone rings at two a.m. And they say, "Yeah, I got to go take care of this to help so and so do that." How do you feel about that? Hey, um, it would depend. Again, it would go back to the same thing. If you're taking care of that situation at home, you're taking care of what you got at home. They know so and so called. They had too much to drink. They need a ride home. You go in to pick him up, you're going to bring your butt right back home, right? So you are, you're taking care of your situation at home, 
they know that you're not doing anything, you're just friends, you could go help them out with their flat tire or, or get them home or whatever because they had too much to drink, whatever, and bring your butt right back home. You ain't there long. You bring your butt home. Like I said, you're not gone overnight. You're not gone for too many hours. You know, you're respectful in what you do. Then everything is fine. And actually, your spouse and that person are probably talking from time to time because the person probably comes to your house and hangs out. They know that person. It's not nothing shady. Nothing shady is going on. And you could go help them out. I've known people like that because I used to be friends with a, um, a lot of families. And so mm. if somebody needed something, somebody would help out, right? So you knew nothing was going on, right? But okay. but if you just, oh, my friend, she broke down over here or she needed, <laughs> oh, hell no. She better call a cab, get a taxi, get an Uber or something. So the sounds like the net net of all of that is there needs to be some type of uh, previous history where there's some communication about this friend prior to this incident and maybe even some knowledge, personal knowledge of the other spouse and that friend that they know each other in some way. But if, if you don't at least have that as a foundation, it's like... You know. uh, <laughs> You don't really think somebody going to get up out of the bed. All of a sudden they got this friend and the wife going to be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, honey, go help out. So and so they don't even know they've never heard of. And all of a sudden you got a friend that you need that needs some help. Right. You don't really think that's going to be OK. Like the wife's not going to lay there and go, oh, my gosh, who is this person? Never heard of her before. I hope everything's beautiful. It's going to cause issues, even if she doesn't speak up and say anything, says, okay, honey, it's still going to be an issue. Going to be an issue. Yeah, All right. So true. again, another question I want to pose to our audience <laughs> out there. Right? All the questions you want to, it's an issue. <laughs> Mina says it's an issue without an question. Issue. I think it's probably going to be an issue too, but I'd be curious <laughs> to hear uh, just some of your feedback and your perspective on that particular scenario. You know, you don't really know who this person is and all of a sudden, what do you mean? It's 2 a.m. You got to go help them because they have a flat tire. And so oh, I've got a flat tire. Share a little bit about well, how you guys feel about that, too. I'm, I'm curious. He better be back in 30 minutes. Oh, man. That's, that's, I mean, it's a big truck. It might take an hour, you know. So I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's like, nope. No. No. Nope. <laughs> um, no. There's Uber so and there's Lyft. Oh, wait, the car. We're talking about flat tire. Well, I don't know who you call in the middle of the night when you got a flat tire. Triple A. They come in the middle of the night? You know, I, I don't know. But I, <laughs> I guess that, that should, based on your scenario, it better be an option or either that or the, You better call somebody you know, else. You call somebody call else. Tyrone. Call Tyrone. <laughs> So moving on from Tyrone, so I think we have established from a baseline that it is okay that men and women can be friends, strictly platonic, without benefits. And that's very possible. But it also 
well, I think we've also determined that there are some key characteristics yeah. and behaviors that need to come along with that if there's especially a significant other involved on one side or the other. So being respectful, uh, communicating, mm-hmm. and as Mina reinforced time and time again here, taking mm-hmm. care of what you do have at home, right? Yeah, Making sure that, that relationship is strong and, and solid, right? Yeah. We missed something. What? Single people just hanging out there, single people with nobody at home. You just got single people trying to be just friends with no physical anything. You know what I'm saying? Can okay. they do it? That's the question. Can single people do it? I think they can, but <laughs> can they do can. just be friends? They can. They, they can. can. I don't, they I don't can. see why they couldn't be, be friends. But again, I, like I was saying in the beginning, I think a lot of the weight is on the woman. I still think that because she's going to be the one that's going to lead the way in whether the benefit is going to happen or not. I really, truly believe that. Okay. And um, a man ain't going to always just want to be with just anything, but um, but I think she does lead the way in that. And then you know, I think they can do it if they're both heads are in that in that game, but they're going to be just friends. Right. But I think if she just says, well, I'm just going to do it, that she, it can happen. It can happen. And they'll be doing it and they won't be, <laughs> they'll be doing it. Be happening. <laughs> she really has to be she has to have her mind right for that. That's just my idea. I don't I'm not an expert on that, on just being friends. I do have some just friends. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to maintain those just friends. And mm-hmm. it's because you're going to be just a friend. You're not going to be more than that. Okay. I make my mind up for that. But there, and I know other people that have friends, just friends. Mm-hmm. Not so what about if it's uh, X in some way? An X, I can be friends with X's. Okay. And not go back. I can be friends with exes and then go back and be <laughs> friends with benefits too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all can do that. Fall back into that. Oh, oh, I wasn't planning on this. <laughs> but I think when people are truly done, they're done. And then then they be friends. Then they can be friends when they truly done. Then they can be friends. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no. you think it's if there is a history there of that, does that make it more difficult? I don't think easier so. to manage. What I think it's difficult, maybe um, when they're still. Because I think I really think this, and I always tell my friends this: when they have issues with exes, like difficulty with when there's kids involved and things like that, I always say it will get easier once she gets a man or. If it's the other way around, once he gets a woman, it will get easier mm-hmm. because then they'll let you alone. It won't, all this fighting and all that will, will stop. And I think once the person moves on to someone else and they're in it, in it then they can um, let go and just be friends. Maybe if they want to be friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. people do you so dirty you don't even want to be friends with them. You have to be a real forgiving soul to go back and be friends with somebody who did you dirty. 
Yeah. And so, um, and some people are like that, forgiving and, and don't want to hold on to grudges and things like that. But, um, but yeah, so I think single people can do it too, but it, it, um, it takes a little bit of work maybe initially, but then I think they can do it. Okay. All right. And that's fair. You know, I think the dynamic of when you have past history with the person uh, from yeah. an intimate or romantic standpoint yeah. um, has pros and cons to it. Because yeah. I think obviously from a, a pro standpoint, you hopefully because you had you know a, a closer relationship at some point, maybe can yeah. communicate better. Yeah. Right. Because you've had you know, that history and uh, the ability to communicate. So maybe you can do a better job of establishing what those boundaries are going to look like yeah. as friends. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the negative side of it, as you said, is oops. <laughs> it yeah. makes it something exactly, because you are right. so familiar. It makes it yeah. easier to kind of fall back into it as well. So yeah, maybe know, initially, but don't you think that when you get further out from it, you're, it's not something you're going to just slip back into. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe initially, yeah, the slipping because yeah. you you know those those breakups are like um, when you break up, it's it's like it's kind of a it's a bit of turmoil and and yeah, you you break up for whatever reason, but you really didn't necessarily want to break up, but you didn't agree or whatever. It's always like that i mean even if somebody does you dirty you didn't necessarily want to break up with them but you know you just couldn't deal with whatever it was so it's kind of like you still have that still desire so it's so easy to just fall back in and and then say oh no what the hell am i doing i can't do this you know come back out of it or maybe fall back in and then but some people when they're done they're done true um, that's true but but if you're one of those that goes fall back in come back out but then eventually you get over it you're done and it just seems like it's easy to be just done and never go back that way again after yeah yeah i i, I can agree with that yeah so uh just a, a short story talking about how you can fall back into it or obviously at at some ways, especially in this story, there were there were friends with benefits as well as husband and wife. But yeah. I have uh, someone that I knew years ago um, yeah. that got married three times. Whoa! And all three times were the same woman. <laughs> At each so, time, did they divorce? Yes. Let's see. Well, the, the third time, the third time, I mean, they, they, to my knowledge, they're still married. So oh, they're still married. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, good. But, that's good. But you know, I mean, and this is over probably a. 25 year period where oh, these geez. marriages are on and off and up and down. Yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting, right? Because you would yeah. think that, you know, wait, why would I do that again? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then wait, no, wait, why would I really, why would I do that a third time? Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, sometimes as, and I think that was what I was referring to a minute ago, yeah. there's a familiarity that's there with that person yeah. that yeah. is such a positive sometimes that it yeah. outweighs what the negatives might be. So, Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. that ain't for everybody. No, no, no. So have we answered our question? I think Can men did. and women be 
friends without benefits? I think we stayed on the positive side of yes, but I know there are people that would say no. And I know there are people that it's a no, because I know there are people that cannot. They cannot. They cannot. And do you think the root cause of that is what? The physical part of it. That's what they're afraid of, that there will be some type of physical. No, because they are physical because that's who they are. They're a physical being. Okay. And because so to just be friends, it always got to have that. It's going to have that benefit to it. So you're talking about the two people that are in the friendship. And right. you're saying that one of them is the physicality, the physical piece yeah. of it is it's that's what drives them. Physical that's that. being. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's going to be always got to, got to have that. Okay. Well, I don't need, you know, that kind of friend. Yeah. I mm. think there's people like that, but I'm not judging them. I'm saying they're, that's how they roll. That's how they roll. That's, it. that's how they do their life. And they know yeah. it. if they're that way, they know they're that way. Mm-hmm. And that's probably true. So because you feel that that's their driver or their motivation, um, being in a, in a situation where there's a woman that they're remotely attracted to, that you yeah. think the physical piece will just naturally be part yeah. of what happens. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go, folks. What do you say? <laughs> is, is she right? Is she wrong? I could be wrong. No, I, I don't. I don't think. I think you're pretty much in the ballpark. But I, I, again, I think there are going to be some people who uh, maybe have a different opinion or see the see it from the other side of the coin. Yeah, probably. And I, so I'd be very curious just to hear uh, yeah. some of the input and some of the feedback, because as you said, there there are and there's there's more than just the two people, as I said, that are in yeah. the relationship. There are the significant others and spouses that are outside of the relationship too, right? And how do they feel about uh, their significant other spouse, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. having a person of the opposite sex as a quote unquote best friend, right? Mm -hmm. And where do they see those lines getting blurred or where are their concerns? Where where are your fears uh, coming from when when you look at those scenarios, right? Because there has to be some kind of driver or motivator that's there. Is it just yeah. plain old straight, I don't trust him? Or right. I know her history and I think she's after my man? Or, yeah. Right? So so, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of different levels that come into play. So just curious to, to hear some comments and some feedback as far as that goes. You know, I've had friends at work that were purely like work friends and we were cool. And we could talk about anything. And then, like, we weren't friends out, like, we didn't do things outside of work, but um, I've met there, like, when we have, you know, work functions and their spouses come meet their spouses, they're cool, whatever. And, like, one, I remember one that used to help me, like, when I needed things around the house fixed or whatever, he'd come over, he'd fix it. I didn't have to pay him or anything. He was really good with construction in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, his wife was fine with that. There was no issues or anything like that. You know, there was nothing going on with me and him. We were just friends from work. And, you know, I, I, there was over my, I could say over my whole time, um, military and as a civilian, that there were a lot of people like that during mm-hmm. that. And their spouses were fine with it. Okay. No, that makes sense. And then, like you said, though, that's about how strong the relationship that they have is a lot right. of the times, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that goes back to what you were saying about 
you know, put in that work to make sure that right. your home base is is solid, essentially. Right. And that's, that's the important piece right. of it. Make sure they're secure. Yep. Uh, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, there we go, everybody. That's our uh, recent it's episode of Unscripted. And again, we have essentially agreed that, yes, <laughs> men and women can have friendships, no benefits, strictly platonic. Uh, but again, there are some ground rules and some ways that <laughs> that needs to be managed so that everyone is uh, fulfilled, satisfied, no not no hurt feelings, those kinds right. of things. Uh, and, and as Mina said, the main thing is that uh, all parties feel secure in yeah. where they are uh, in the involvement, whether it's to two friends or their spouses or significant others involved, that everyone's comfortable with, with what's going on. Uh, and I think that's very important. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. So make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching us through YouTube. And if you're watching us through Facebook, hop over to YouTube and like and subscribe. We're trying to grow our community there. Yes. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you do that. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely if you can hop over to YouTube and like and subscribe to VOB Network there, that would be awesome. We are yeah. uh, trying to grow our community uh, on YouTube for sure. And that's that we greatly, greatly appreciate the support. Um, so for this Saturday coming up, we will do a, a live session on Saturday morning, our time. It'll be noon Pacific time. And that'll also be streaming on our Facebook uh, page as well as YouTube. So we look forward to seeing you there. And the title this week will be How to Better Manage Confrontation. And we've kind of identified that as a recurring theme and a lot of the topics we've discussed over the last few weeks. So we uh, we look forward to seeing you there. We think it's going to be very interesting and a lot to learn and uh, a lot to share from that standpoint. Mina, any last words? I'm good. Nice having y'all watch us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Until next time, we'll say much aloha. Take care. We'll Thank see you, you soon. Goodbye.